You're tuned in to The Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconado.com, and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconado. Well, welcome to The Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant. Happy New Year. Welcome into 2024. It's the year of the war and the roar. We are in a spiritual war like none other, and we are going to roar as lions and generals, as remnant warriors, as Gideon's 300. We are going to roar, and I believe we are not only going to survive, but we are going to thrive in this year, and so we are in it, but we're not of it. We are citizens of heaven, and do not be dismayed. Do not be discouraged. The Lord, our God, is with us. Welcome to today's broadcast. Hey, listen, we're going to talk about mind, body, and spirit today. And why, as a believer, that we have to take care of our mind, our body, and our spirit. What does that even mean? What are you, what are you talking about, mind, body, and spirit, Pastor Todd? Well, we're making a New Year's resolution to be in shape. Not just physically, though mentally, and spiritually. So to be physically in shape, of course, you got to run or hit the gym or do some cardio. you got to eat healthy. That's taking care of the temple. The Bible says the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And we have a lot of warfare against us with GMOs and all the different additives they're putting in steroids and all kinds of things that are in the foods that are not good, not good for us. In fact, some American foods are banned in other countries. Do you know that? A lot of things that we eat here in the United States are actually not even allowed in certain countries because they say they're so toxic. And yet we, in, we, we consume these things on a weekly, daily basis sometimes. So how do we take care of the temple? We, we eat better, we exercise, and that reduces stress. It reduces the possibility of disease because it's all connected. Food is medicine. And this is all very important stuff for us to consider if we're in a war. Because when you're in a war, you got to be physically fit. you got to be trained. you got to be ready. you got to have endurance. And if you're not sleeping well, if your body is a disaster, listen, I'm not here to condemn you. But this is something we got to think about. How do we take better care of our body? I know every year people do these things called New Year's resolutions. And they start off well. The gyms are always packed in January. And then slowly February, you start seeing less people. By the time you get to like March and April, it goes back to normal. Because people, they don't stick to things. They don't have that tenacity. They don't have that stick to itness for some reason. They get caught back up in the routine you're busy with your job, you're trying to get your kids to soccer practice, you know, go to church and everything that you do, and you're tired. And you don't want to go to the gym. Let's just be real. And so, you, you know, you, what can I cut out? Well, I can cut out the gym because I just don't have time. But, but it's important when you're in a war, and we are in a war. As a believer today, if you're a remnant warrior, if you're a Gideon 300, if you're somebody who's standing for the entirety of the word of God, if you, if you understand the battle that we're in, you're a watchman, and you understand, hey, we're in a war. We're, we're dealing with a spiritual war. Yes, they call it a culture war, but this is a spiritual war. Our battle is not against flesh and blood. Our battle is against strongholds and principalities. Did you deal with a lot of warfare in 2023 and 22 and 21 and 20? Yeah, I did. It, it was crazy. I mean, it was like playing that whack-a-mole game. You know, you, you finally overcome one thing you shoot it down boom and then it pops another one up right i call it a barrage sometimes the enemy will hit us with a barrage not just one thing but three four five things at once to make us feel like we're overwhelmed 
And so we've got to take care of the temple, mind, body, spirit. I want you to start thinking about this. What can you do better? Can we eat better? Can we eat more healthy? Uh, I'm actually thinking, I'm trying to save up to get a water filtration system on my home because what we found is the water here in Tennessee is not good. It's, and I'm sure that many of you around the country know what I'm talking about. The water in the United States is not good. Um, we found more and more things in the water and I believe that this is causing some diseases. This is just my opinion, but there are experts that believe this. I, I believe that there, there could even be some things that are poisonous in the water. You never know. So filtration is important, especially if you're taking a bath. You know, your body is like a, it's a membrane. I mean, you're, you know, when you're in a bath, you absorb the bath water and that your body has to process that. It's, it's, your body is, is literally consuming some of that. You put your baby in a bath, that baby is consuming some of that water. This is a known fact. And if that water has a high level of chlorine or fluoride or some of those things, you could, I mean, that could be possibly toxic. So how do we better, I mean, it's, it's, we don't want to get obsessed with this, but you know, like if you run every day, your, your heart is more healthy. Your stress level goes down. If you exercise, um, you become more physically fit and you become better at processing things in your brain, you know, endorphins are released. There's all kinds of stuff that happens when you exercise. And so I find the Christian community doesn't talk that much about exercising. And it's probably because, let's just be real, a lot of us are overweight and out of shape. And so, you know, we sit here and we, we talk about things of the spirit. We talk about, uh, you know, our faith, but we don't talk about our body. And the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And I think a lot of people could have longer lives, more healthy lives, less stress if they took care of the, the temple. Think about the people that you know that have all kinds of diseases, high blood pressure, heart disease. And, and it may be you. I'm not here to condemn you. I'm just saying, what can we do better? What can I do better? Um, you know, I, I want to hit the treadmill more often. I want to run around my block more often. I want to go to the gym more often. That's definitely something I'm going to be doing. I'm actually scheduling it in my schedule. I need to. Because I'm in a war and you're in a war. And so we talk about 24 being a year of war, like R-A-O-R, what is it? R-O-A-R, roar and war, W-A-R. So roar and war, we're in, we're in that right now. And, and this is the situation that we're in as a Christian. So what is, what is the word roar, R-O-A-R, signify? It's a deep cry, such as a lion, a deep cry of a wild animal. It's a loud, deep cry as a pain or anger. It's a loud, continuous sound. It's a roar. We're, we're roaring with the truth of the gospel of Jesus. We're roaring as a lion. You are a lion if you're standing. And so we're going to roar this year. And for us to do that, we've got to be physically fit. So Romans 12, 2, Romans 12, 2, it says this. It says, and do not be conformed to the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect in the will of God. Let me read it again. Do not be conformed to the things of this world. Taylor Swift, I'm just saying, <laughs> okay? A lot of the demonic stuff that's out there, that all of the streaming platforms are carrying, we're watching as Christians. It's got nudity and violence and all kinds of things that are against God, yet we consume that. We, we take it in for some reason, and we don't think there's anything wrong with that. Some of the stuff that's going on that we as Christians have allowed in our life compromise areas of leaven, 
And this has affected us, whether we realize it or not. It affects who we are. It affect, it's an open door. Now, I'm not saying we've got to be Mr. Perfect here, but the Lord wants us to be holy. He says, be holy for I'm holy. You're going to be Mrs. Perfect or Mr. Perfect. I know it seems like a bunch of rules, but it's not. It's actually setting you and I up for success. We don't want to be conformed to this world. We don't want to be uh, like those people that bow down to Nebuchadnezzar. We want to be like Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. There's another one in the fire with us. His name is Jesus, Yeshua. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Don't bow down to the things of this world, to the Babylon system. We don't want to bow down to the Babylon system. We want to be out of this. Don't be conformed to the things of this world. Be transformed. What does that mean? Renewed. Renew your mind. Transformed. Our mind is renewed every day when we die to our flesh. Our mind is renewed when we get into the secret place and we get filled up and strengthened up. So mind, body, spirit. Mind, body, spirit. What are some practical tips for for renewing our mind this year? Well, I think a big one is getting into the word of God every day. Not not as a as a time card to like, you know, here I am checking in. No, it, it's getting in and letting the word of God come to life. You know, faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word of God. It, it comes to life. Like we, we get so much application. It's like such a fresh revelation. In a few minutes, I'm going to go through a couple of proclamations that we're going to make for this year. We did it at the Remnant Revival Center on New Year's night. Uh, but, you know, think about this. Finally, brethren, whatever you do, this is Philippians 4.8, whatever you do, focus on things like this, what's noble, what's just, what's pure, things that are lovely, whatever things are of good report. If there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So we don't want to, we don't want to stay on the doom and gloom train. We don't want to stay in a place of negativity, in a place of, of, of bitterness or anger or malice or jealousy or envy. Those are areas that the devil, it literally, you know what they do? It literally makes your body sick. Do you know that? That when you're, when you're constantly stressed out, you're much more prone to being sick and even to developing disease. When you take care of the, of the temple and you're eating healthier and you're exercising, you're, you're prone to be less stressed, less stressed out. It's just something that happens. It's very interesting. So God has, has given us an amazing body and we have a mind and a body and a spirit and as Christians, we've got to learn how to take care of all of these areas of our life in order to have a healthy lifestyle. And so we're, we're going to be in the, in the roar while we're in the war, but we're going to not only survive, but we're going to thrive by being healthy and making sure that our mind is right. It's not conformed. It's transformed. Our body is right and our spirit's right. And we're going to talk about how to do just that on today's broadcast. Stay tuned. PastorTodd.org. Happy New Year. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show, otherwise known as The Remnant. We're so thankful you're tuned in, streaming all around the world, live right now. And on the app, oh, the Todd Coconato app, it's actually available in the Google Play Store right now. You can look under Todd Coconato Ministries or TCM, and you'll find the app's already there. But we're going to do an official launch very soon. It's almost in Apple, not quite there in Apple yet, uh, but it's about to be approved in Apple and a few other places. And the app is going to allow us to stream live. It's going to be so nice because there's going to be no censorship. Oh, hallelujah. And you'll get, by the way, a, uh, an alert. You'll get a notification when I'm live. So this is next level. We're, we're, we're going next level because, hey, next level, more devil. But, hey, 
we're, we're up for the task. You know, God is, is giving a strategy and wisdom on how to build the Underground Railroad for the remnant. And what does that mean? It means to have a, a, a alternative ecosystem, an alternative ecosystem, and to come out from among them. That's my book, Come Out From Among Them. You can find that at PastorToddBook.com, PastorToddBook.com. It's a strategy. It's a strategy of how to do the very things that we talk about here at the ministry all the time. So we're talking about mind, body, spirit, mind, body, spirit. And um, I want to talk about 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. It says, or do you not know that the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? Wait, it says, and you are not your own. For what you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in what? In your body. Oh, wait a minute, what? Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. That's pretty self-explanatory right there. The Lord's saying, look, glorify me in your body. Take care of what I gave you. It's not even yours, he's saying. You were bought with a price. It's the blood of the lamb. You were bought with a price, and therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Not that we're God's. He's saying they're his. They're his. So the key here is understanding the implications of living healthy, taking care of our temple versus not caring, being gluttonous. By the way, gluttony is a sin. So we've got to do better, and this is going to help us in endurance, in strength. So when the barrage of the enemy comes, we're in better position. I'll give an example. You know, as a pastor, um, there's been two times that I can remember of over the 17 years that we had the church in Los Angeles, and then we've now had the church here for almost a year, not quite. Uh, so, you know, I pastored a physical church. Of course, I started off as a, you know, a youth pastor and a college pastor and then a worship pastor, and then eventually a speaking pastor, and then I became a senior pastor. So not the entire time was I a senior pastor, but many, many years I have been a senior pastor, and uh, the Lord has shown me so much in ministry. And I remember there was two times when somebody rushed the podium where I was preaching. They rushed the, uh, you know, the, the platform. And one, one time it was a man that was angry because we had a Jewish flag up in the church and we had an American flag. But we didn't have a Muslim flag, flag and he was Muslim. And this was during one of the times that Israel was in war. It's not this current time. This is years ago. And he, he came in very angry and just wanted to attack me. Now, here's the thing, guys, okay? I've always worked out, I, and especially then, more than I do now, but I got to get back to this. I've been in good physical shape. So when that happened, I was ready to deal with that situation. Now, thank God there were ushers and things like that at the church, but what I'm saying is that I, I was able to physically uh, resist and, and defend myself. And thank God it didn't get to an escalated position, but I, I was ready. There was another time, there was a man that was very drunk and he rushed the platform and it was, it was faster than uh, the ushers could get there or any of our security could get there. And so I had to deal with him and I, and I did. And I'm not bragging, but I'm saying, you know, it's good to be physically fit. You never know. In today's world, if you take the subway in New York, somebody tries to mug you, rob you. Uh, somebody tries to attack you and your family. I remember one time my wife and I were eating in Los Angeles in a restaurant and a transient person came in and got very weird and, and scary with us. And thank God I was physically fit. And I stood up and, you know, challenged this person that was being very weird and trying to attack us kind of. You know, so it, it's, it's especially men that are listening. We need to be physically fit. It's important. We need to be the protectors of our family. And we need to be able to actually do that. And especially 
in a world where persecution against Christians is upticking at a, at a very fast pace. It's, it's good for us to be healthy, not to mention we don't want to get the diseases that come along with, with eating bad and with not working out. So mind, body, spirit. I want you to think about this as we go into 24. Mind, body, spirit. The Lord says, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who's in you, whom I, who you have for me, God? You're not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. In, in 3 John 1, 1, 2, 3 John 1, 2, it says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in what? Health, just as your soul prospers. So God is wanting us to be healthy. And we have to understand the fifth, what do they call it? Fifth, fifth, uh, fifth generation warfare that we're in. It's not just the type of warfare where you get a gun and you go to the battlefield. We're in a warfare of psychological warfare operations. They're running psyops and propaganda. I personally believe, and I know a lot of people push back on this, I think they spray things. I'm just going to say that. I think they do. Um, I, I've studied this quite a bit. I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of high-ranking people, and to me, there is there there. There's, where there's smoke, there's fire. I think that there's... Uh, engineering that's happening with our climate. That's just a personal view of mine. I, I believe through my research that I think that's happening. And uh, w- what I connect all these different things to is different agendas, like from the World Economic Forum and other agendas that are happening right now and, and engineering of our climate. And so uh, is it happening? Well, maybe, maybe not. I personally am of the opinion that it is. You can be of whatever opinion you want, but I would highly advise that you research that. I'm being careful in the words that I use here because they'll take the video down or the radio down, but uh, I think that they're spraying. I think that they're putting things in food. Personally, I know they are in food, for sure in food. I mean, we know GMOs are in food. We know all types of uh, uh, dyes. Think of that red dye that's very bad for your body. I mean, if any of you are health nuts out there or you, or you know about these types of things, you understand this. Uh, some, of the, some of the artificial sweeteners are really bad for you. There's just a lot of stuff that's in our food supply that's very bad. In our water, what about our water? You know, uh, some people are getting water filtration systems on their home. I think that's actually a pretty wise idea because the water is tainted. We know in certain parts of the United States, there's been spills and different things like that that have tainted entire rivers and ecosystems. Think about what happened up in Ohio, right? I mean, so is the water good for us to drink? I mean, the, you know, the, the water that comes through your tap, what about take a bath in it because your body absorbs some of that? It has to process it. Does that affect, you know, some of the crystallization and all the different things that are in there, chlorine and fluoride? How does that affect us? So what can we do to better take care of our body and be aware of these things? Because a lot of these things cause diseases. And stress, by the way, stress, when you allow stress, we, we read that scripture, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever the things of good report, if there's any virtue or anything that's praiseworthy, it says meditate on these things. Why? Because when you meditate on the other stuff, it causes stress. When you live in a place of doom and gloom, when you live in a place of not understanding that we're in the world, but we're not of the world, and, and that we can lay these things down at the foot of the cross, stress builds up, anxiety, fear, and these things cause physical disease. They manifest that. So mind, body, spirit. What as a believer can we do to be in a, in a healthier position for the war that we're in? all around not not just in our spirit because that's of course very important but what about in our mind 
What about not letting the enemy and the lying spirits attack our mind or all the different things that he has planned against us? No weapon forms against you shall prosper. We'll be right back. Continue to stay tuned. Very important conversation. Welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show, otherwise known as The Remnant. Thank you for tuning in today, and Happy New Year to you. I pray blessing and favor over you and your family this new year. 24 is a year of roar and war, two simultaneous revolutions happening at the same time. There's a great undercurrent of revival that I believe is leading to a great awakening, and then there is all the demonic stuff that the enemy has planned. Many are the plans of the wicked, but we know that we have authority in Jesus' name to pull down the strongholds, to pull down the strongholds. Hallelujah. And so very, very important. Um, it, it is extremely important to nurture our mind, to make sure that our body is is taken care of, that we are that we're taking care of the temple, and that our spirit, we're in a, we're in a good spirit. We, we are in the spirit of the Lord. We're in alignment with his will. We're in alignment with his plan. And so we've got to calm our nerves down too. Many of us are very nervous and have a lot of anxiety. That's not of the Lord. That's an oppressive spirit. That's a, it's a lying spirit that's trying to consume you. That's the way the devil attacks us. Is he comes after our mind as a believer. He can't uh, occupy us, I don't believe, uh, because the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in us, but he can oppress us in such a way that we could feel very oppressed. We could feel a lot of, uh, you know, just weightiness and, and discouragement. And that's why the Bible says don't uh, grow weary in doing good. And we have to encourage ourselves in Christ. We've got to encourage ourselves in Christ. And we've got to go into the secret place. We've got to have that daily prayer life and, and time in the word. The word is a lamp unto our feet. It's going to guide our path. God is living. His word is living. Jesus is the word. And it's the truth. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And so we've got to be lovers of the word. I know some people got a little ADHD or whatever. You got some attention span disorder. And you say, it's so hard for me to read. Well, throw on a CD or throw on a... Uh, an mp3 or throw on a you know youtube or something and, and play the bible just play it and listen to it listen to it in your bed i'll tell you there's some nights when i've had i've had just a stressful day and i get into my room and i put on youtube i put on the bible and, and there's so many people that have uploaded the bible and they read it and there's some really nice music in the background they're just reading the scripture and it just it just calms me and not only that but i get something from it there's always a message the word is amazing you think about the Bible, it's like nothing in it has been proven wrong. Think about all the, all the different books that are out there. And I mean, I wrote a book not that long ago, come out from among them. And, you know, in a couple of years, that book will be outdated. But the Bible's never outdated. The Bible is so important. It is, the Bible says um, faith comes from hearing, hearing the word of God. So we've got to have physical health. The body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. I said, 3 John 1, 2, it says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. That's important. And then we're going to get in here, strengthening the spirit. Well, there's Psalm 51, 10. Psalm 51, 10, it says, Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit in me. Can we, can we pray that for 24? Lord, if I've got envious, if I've got jealous, if I've got bitter, if I have unforgiveness in my heart, if there's anything that's holding me back, if I need to repent, I repent now. Let, let's start this year off right. Let's repent of areas of sin and, and brokenness in our life. Let's, let's fight for our healing. 
Let's fight for our healing. Create in me a clean heart, God. Let me get a clean slate. Renew a right spirit. I want to be in alignment with your will. Renew a right spirit in me. What about Matthew 5.8? Matthew 5.8. It says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. God wants us to have a pure heart. He wants our heart to be in the right place. If our heart's in the right place, then we're in alignment with his spirit and his will. He is the potter, we're the clay. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. But a lot of us, we, we haven't taken care of the body, as I mentioned. We, we haven't really done much with the spirit either. Can we, can we, can I just be real right now? There's a lot more we could do with the spirit. We could feed our soul. We can meditate on the word of God. We can get in the secret place more often. We can become better prayer warriors. How many of us are really doing that? Can, can we really just be honest with ourselves? How many of us are really doing it to, to the level that we should be? Because it's, there's something in our countenance that when we're in prayer, people can tell something's different. Something's changed. Now, will the warfare probably intensify? Yeah. That's because you're about to have breakthrough. And you're getting fresh revelation, fresh vision. And without vision, you know, people die. I mean, you got to have vision. And so, and you get discernment. You know, my people die for lack of knowledge. You got to have discernment. You get all those things in prayer and in the word. So, of course, the devil doesn't want us feeding our soul. He doesn't want us in the secret place. Of course, he's going to do everything he can to distract us, to discourage us. You ever notice that, like, have you ever had a speaking engagement or you're going to share at a Bible study or you have something important that you're about to do. You're going to go to a conference. You're going to go to a service. And right before it, all of a sudden, the warfare is like extremely intense. You get a fight with your spouse. You know how many times I, people think I don't know this, but I know it. On the way to church, people get in the worst fights with their spouse. It's like, you know, why? Because it's a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual battle. Holidays, holidays are some of the most awful times for some people. Because it's a time when the spirit, the devil, not the good spirit, the Holy Spirit, but the demonic spirits want to ruin your day, want to, want to you know, just make you weary and tired and beat down. So holidays are often a time of extreme warfare. And, and, and family members manifest that are not saved. The devil uses them to try to attack you or discourage you, come against you. There's division in the family. It, that's, that's tough to navigate. Did you navigate that this year? Well, I know most of us have navigated in the last few years, especially in taking some of the stances that we have against the Fauci, ouchie, against all the nonsense that they were putting out there, the propaganda, last few years especially. Uh, many people that have supported Donald Trump, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, it's, 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 this is a spiritual battle. Of course it is. Mind, body, spirit. Creating me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit in me. Blessed are the pure in heart. So you're telling me, Todd, that when somebody's attacking me and mean and vicious and all this stuff, I'm supposed to bless them? Well, that is what the scripture says. Love even your enemies. Doesn't mean we, we're going to be stupid or like a pushover or, you know, just let everybody walk all over us. Or, that, that's not what that means. Even Jesus flipped the tables. But what it means is, is, you know, we're not supposed to go down to their level. We're supposed to stay above the line. And we're supposed to do what the Bible says. That, that's what sets us up for success. The enemy tries to bait us. He tries to bait us. He tries to pull us in. He's always trying to bait me. You know, there's always somebody that's trying to pull me in. They say some ridiculous thing. I was with my parents. I was driving home, you know, from church. And I was driving them home. And I said to them, I said, you know, I think I'm a pretty nice guy. Like, I think I'm a pretty, I'm pretty kind. I'm pretty nice I don't understand why all these people have a problem with me. Well, I'll tell you why they have a problem. My mom said it, and she's right. They have a problem because of what I stand for and who I am and the spirit of God that lives in me. 
It's the same thing with you. If you're dealing with warfare like that, you have a, that's what that is. It, they don't like God in you. And that's what I'm talking about. The spirit of God is in you. Mind, body, spirit. We've got to be ready for whatever. We've got to be agile. Warriors. Agile. Mounting up. You know, warriors, mount up. we got to mount up. we got to, we got to be ready for whatever the devil tries to send at us. And when he does, we're going to be in a position of strength. He can't take us down. I don't care what the plan is. We're going to break it in Jesus' name in our prayer time. We're going to break the assignment of hell over our family. The lies, the oppression, all of it. Your kids dealing with depression. You got to break that spirit over them. You got to let them know what the battle actually is that they're in. Super important. So uh, Joshua 1.9, Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you to be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid nor dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. He's with you. He's with me. We've got to trust him. It's so important we trust him. So I'm going to go through these uh, 10 proclamations, 10 proclamations that we as believers can speak over our new year. Very important stuff here to, to, to understand. We've got to start this year. This is a year unlike any other. I mean, we, we've got to be ready. We've got to be ready. And we are ready. You, you've never been as, 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 as astute as you are right now. You've never been as mature as you are right now. You've never been as equipped as you are right now. You've never been as battle-hardened as you are right now. And so let's proclaim these. I proclaim an unquenchable thirst for God's presence. I will relentlessly pursue the presence of God, hungering for moments of intimacy that go beyond the ordinary. I'll spend time each day in the secret place. Are you willing to do that? Number two, I proclaim radical surrender, radical surrender. I will surrender every area of my life, yielding to his will without reservation and trust him completely. Oh, what? Completely? Completely. Complete trust is very hard. You know, you can have some trust or a little bit of trust, but to have complete trust, I'm saying complete trust. God has always been looking for people that will trust him. God, you are my source. God, you are my strength. I find my rest and hope in you. I proclaim fasting and seeking his face. Fasting and seeking his face. I'm going to engage in fasting because some things only through prayer and fasting. And focus seeking of God's face. Setting aside earthly comforts to draw closer to God. I want to draw closer to you, Lord. He says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Draw near to him. Draw near to him in 24 like never before. Draw near to him in 24 like never before. I proclaim a passion for intercession. I will intercede fervently for my family, my community, my city, my country, and the world. Standing in the gap and praying for revival and a great harvest of souls. Isn't that what we're supposed to do? The Great Commission. Go and make disciples of the nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I proclaim deep revelations from God's word. I'll study the scripture with a hunger for profound revelations and a deeper understanding of God's mysteries. The word is a lamp unto my feet and a sword. It is the sword, the sword of the spirit, our offensive weapon in the armor of God. I proclaim deep revelation from God's word. Lord, I want to go deeper in your word. Will you make this a proclamation in your life? Will you make this? Yes, mind, body, spirit. How do we get better in, in the mind? How do we get better in the spirit? 
Well, we got to be in the Word of God. Two, two of the three is about being in the Word of God. And by the way, if you listen to the Word of God and you're not gluttonous and you take care of the temple, that's three of the three, mind, body, and spirit. So deep revelation from the Word. I proclaim a life of radical obedience. I will obey God's voice promptly and without hesitation, even when it requires stepping out of my comfort zone. I'm going to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Hmm, what a concept. Comfortable of being uncomfortable. Step out of your comfort zone at 24. Do things that you wouldn't have done before. You're shy. I get it. I was super shy. Now I do radio shows and television shows and I preach all over the country and the world. I'm not bragging. It's all the Lord. I'm a shy guy. But God gave me the strength. He gave me the will to do this because I want to please him. I serve an audience of one and so do you radical obedience do what god's calling you to do and do it promptly and without hesitation i proclaim a fearless witness for christ i will boldly proclaim the gospel unashamed of my faith and willing to endure any hardship for the sake of jesus christ i proclaim a lifestyle of holiness i will live a life of holiness continually purifying my heart and consecrating myself for god's use i yearn to go deeper and to consecrate myself before the lord be like david be a good repenter I proclaim spiritual discernment. Lord, give me discernment. I will seek the gift of discernment, recognizing the schemes, plots, and plans of the enemy and discerning the leading of the Holy Spirit. I want to be led by your Holy Spirit, Lord. I proclaim a relentless pursuit of revival. What does that mean? Well, new life. I will passionately pursue revival in my own home, in my heart, in my life, in my marriage, in my family, in my community, believing for a supernatural outpouring of God's presence and glory. These proclamations reflect a deep and unwavering commitment to seek God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our strength as a strong remnant believer in this hour. This is the most important thing we could do. Go deeper and rely on him because he is our hope. We'll be right back. It's the Tide Coconut Show. Mind, body, spirit, welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show. Very important topic today that will set you up for success in this new year and really forever if we understand what it means to have a healthy mind, body, and spirit. And we think about these things in our daily routine, our daily life, and we don't take on the stress of this hour because there's so much of it. We've got to learn how to lay it down at the foot of the cross. God's desire for us to maintain a healthy mind healthy body, healthy spirit. It's all rooted in the understanding that each aspect of our being is interconnected and crucial for living a full God-honoring life. You know, in our belief as a Christian, holistic health is important for several reasons, especially in facing the challenges of what many refer to as this late hour that we're in. The temple of the Holy Spirit, we covered that today. The body is the temple sound mind and discernment, a healthy mind, which is essential for discernment and wisdom, especially in these complex times. A sound mind helps in understanding God's word, in making moral choices that are in alignment with his word, and in navigating the complexities of life. That's uh, 2 Timothy 1.7, if you want to take a note there and check that out. We got to have spiritual readiness. What is spiritual readiness? A healthy spirit is vital for spiritual readiness in times of moral decay and and major spiritual challenges. A strong spiritual foundation 
is going to help us in standing firm in our faith and resisting temptation. That's Ephesians uh, 6, 11 through 13, if you want a, a scripture to go along with that. Ephesians 6, 11 through 13. What about our witness to others? Our physical health, our mental clarity, and spiritual vitality serve as a testimony to others. Others are watching us. Are we healthy? Are we an all-around healthy individual? Living a balanced and healthy lifestyle is a powerful witness to the grace and power of God. We take care of ourselves. We, 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 we're on our game. Do you want to be in your A game in 24 or do you want to be slacking? You know, when I got stabbed nine times, one in the heart, that's my testimony when I was around 21 years old or so, and I got stabbed nine times, and, and I could have spiraled out of control at that moment in my life. I could have said, you know what, this, this is awful. Can't believe it, God. Can't believe you allowed me to be stabbed nine times. How could you allow me to do that? And, uh, you know, I could have just spiraled out of control. I could have got all drunk every day and wasted away, and that would have probably been the end of me. But you know what? I had to make a decision, just like many of you have had to make a decision. You went through a, a nasty divorce. Your, your children, you know, maybe a child died. Somebody that you love, your spouse died. Or something really tragic happened in your life. Maybe you got molested. A lot of people have been through these things. You're not alone, but I know they're very painful, very painful. But when that, when that moment hits, we have a decision to make. Are we going to spiral out of control? Or are we going to pick ourselves up and rely on God's strength and say, you know what, Lord, for whatever reason, I'm still here. I don't understand your ways are not my ways. Maybe like that old song, we'll understand it better by and by. I don't have a full understanding of the situation. I don't get it, but whatever the case may be, I am going to stand. I am going to fight. I am going to press ahead in victory in Jesus' name. So important. We want to be a good witness to others too. We want to serve others effectively. Serve others effectively. Good health in all areas enables us to serve others more. And we can do it effectively. We're in better shape. We're able to do this. We're physically and mentally and spiritually healthy. Do you understand why I'm saying this today? Spiritually healthy. We want to be spiritually healthy and we'll then better fulfill our God-given calling, our responsibilities in serving in love and compassion, being a representative of Jesus. Endurance and resilience. Listen, we're in a battle. We need endurance. This isn't a sprint, it's a marathon. The late hour often refers to uh, times of trial, tribulation, or the end times. Yes, maintaining health in our mind, in our body, and our spirit provides the endurance and resilience needed to face these very complex challenges and do it faithfully. We want to finish well. We want to embrace God's purpose. Being healthy in our mind and our spirit allows us to fully embrace and carry out God's purpose for our lives because it enables us to engage fully in the task and the roles as assigned to us. Is this helping at all? Are you here? Mind, body, spirit. Have you ever thought about it? Have you ever thought about mind, body, spirit? We just have a few more minutes left, but I want to talk a little bit more about spiritual readiness because that's just something jumped in my spirit when I said that, spiritual readiness. You know, when you're in a war, it, readiness is very important. Anybody that's been in a war, in a theater of war, you understand that our readiness, our ability to react, our ability to be proactive. Well, spiritual readiness from a Christian context, what I'm talking about today, it's referring to being prepared and equipped to face the challenges of life and uncertainties with a firm foundation in faith. 
What does that mean? It, it involves cultivating a deep personal relationship with God and understanding his word, knowing it. These things are important so that we can stand firm in our faith regardless of the circumstance. Whatever's going on, regardless of the circumstance, we're going to stand. When I talk about standing, when the Bible talks about standing, what does that mean? Standing. So prayer, prayer's got to be a cornerstone of our life. It's essential for maintaining a close relationship with God. We've got to seek his guidance and his strength in faith. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by what? By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace which passes understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Well, there you go. Mind, body, spirit. It's guarding your mind. Knowledge of God's word, understanding and internalizing the Bible is crucial for discernment and for guidance in our life. Yes, hallelujah. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. Jesus, thank you, Lord. Wearing the armor of God, wearing the armor of God. Ephesians 6 describes the armor of God. It's a metaphor, the spiritual tools Christians need to stand firm against these challenges. Ephesians 6, 3 uh, excuse me, 6, 13 through 17 says, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in that evil day and having done all to stand, stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace and above all, taking the shield of faith, faith is the currency, shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. What about fellowship and community? Are you going to be part of a community this year? I hope you're part of the Remnant Core Group. You can join the Remnant Core Group. If I'm a pastor in your life and you consider this part of your community, it's on Facebook. Just look up Remnant Core Group. Join it. Be part of it. I would love to have you in there. It's right on Facebook. Just go under groups and put it in the search, Remnant Core Group. It'll come up. Uh, you want to be part of a Christian community that provides support, accountability, and encouragement. Hebrews 10, uh, 24 through 25 says, And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as it is a matter of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Yeah, that day is approaching, all right. We want to live out our faith. True spiritual readiness involves not just knowing the word of God, but living it out through our actions and our decisions. James 2.17, thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, it's dead. Faith without works is dead. We got to trust in God's sovereignty. Trust in God's sovereignty. Hallelujah. Trusting in God's plan and his control over circumstances is a key aspect of our spiritual readiness. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, and in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. You know, these scriptures and all what I'm talking about, it's, it's emphasizing the importance of our approach to spiritual readiness, to encompassing prayer, to having knowledge of scripture, to having active participation in the faith community, which is the ecclesia, the body of Christ and a lifestyle that reflects one's beliefs. And this readiness is vital for facing the challenges and uncertainties of life with confidence and faith. Mind, body, spirit. Are you willing to stand in 24? Not just in the area of spirit. Our battle is not against flesh and blood, but strongholds and principalities we have to endure. And in order for us to endure, we've got to have a healthy body and a healthy mind. 
That's why so many people are going crazy right now because their mind, they're, they're, they have reprobate minds. They've given themselves to sin, to the lies of the pit of hell. And so we are, we are not going to be, we're going to come out from among them in 24. We're not going to participate in this Babylon system. We are going to be the salt and the light, and we're going to stand. We're going to take our sword of the spirit, and we're going to push back. We're going to ekbalo. We're going to go out. We're going to cast out, and we're going to drive out. We're going to be the change. We're not going to be conformed to the things of this world. We're not going to be depressed or oppressed or anxious or down or weary. We are going to thrive. You're going to thrive. I'm going to thrive. 24, the year of war and roar. I don't know about you, but I've made a decision. I'm going to roar in 24. We're going to take back the territory for the kingdom of God. We're going to go around the nation. We're going to make disciples. We're going to get people saved, set free, and healed and delivered. Are you with me? All right, bless you. Thank you for tuning into the Todd Coconado Show. Pastor Todd. We love you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in to today's broadcast of the Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant. Happy New Year to you. We're so thankful that we're connected to you. Please join our newsletter by going to toddcoconado.com, toddcoconado.com, or pastortodd.org, and please help us in the fight that we're in by becoming a monthly partner. You can go to toddcoconado.com slash give or pastortodd.org. We're so thankful for our partners and for those of you that understand the battle that we're in. And we are in this locking shield, standing together and pushing back. And by the way, we win. We're on the winning team. Bless you guys. Love you. Happy 24. Happy New Year's. And we'll see you again very soon.